This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. So I wrote a column this week entitled, Dear Christians, It's Not the Church's Job to Make Us Feel Comfortable. And it was a response to a pastor, a so-called pastor, self-described pastor, who is a progressive uh, of the progressive persuasion. And he wrote with, um, you know, the usual, usual stuff about how I'm a bigot and the church needs to be more inclusive of the LGBT community, quote unquote. As a side note, I I do the sarcastic quotes around LGBTQ community because that is the LGBTQ community. That's the language of of the the lingo of the left. It doesn't reflect anything real. Okay, I think we have to be uh, careful about this. We should be careful not to parrot the vocabulary of the left. And I I hear this all the time, even from conservatives who will say LGBTQ community. They use that term and so many other transgender. They use all these terms that the left has given them, assigned to them. They they adopt a vocabulary that essentially proves the point of the left or concedes the point. And what I mean in this case is, um, this had nothing to do with what I wanted to talk about, but there's no actual community of gay people and lesbians and people who are confused about their sexuality. Um, That's not a community, okay? You can't develop a community around a sin or around a temptation. That's not a community. So, you know, if, if a bunch of overeaters or kleptomaniacs or pyromaniacs get together, in fact, that, that whole group, that'd be very interesting. That'd be an interesting party that I wouldn't mind atten- attending. There'd be a lot of food and a lot of fire. So that's kind of cool. Um, although you wouldn't want to leave, you wouldn't want to leave, uh, you know, you wouldn't want to leave your jacket by the door or anything because it probably won't be there when you get back. But, um, you know, if you get a bunch of these people together, you may call that a gathering, a support group. But it's not a community. There's no community to be found in sin or in vice or in the temptation to sin. There may be. Now, if you're all experiencing the temptation and you're trying very hard to resist it, you may find support among others with a similar temptation, although you got to be careful there. But it's not a community. Anyway, um, but that's what this pastor said, you know, and it was clear that he uh, he didn't just want gays included or welcomed in the church, as he said, because they already are, of course, included and welcomed. I, I'm not aware of any church in America where someone who's gay is not allowed in the door. I'm not aware of that in any church. So they're, they are welcome. But what he wants really welcomed is their sin. He wants their sin included. And so that's what I responded to. And I disagreed, as you can imagine. But of the emails I got in response, there was one theme that uh, came from them that I want to focus on. And I hear this all the time. I mean, all the time. Anytime I write anything, and I'm sure you hear this too. Um, I, I just take one example from an email just to give you, just to give you an example. Let's just look at this one. Uh, okay. So it says, um, it says, Matt, why do you think you're so much better than everyone? Why are you so holier than thou? Your opinions aren't always right. Your superiority complex and arrogance are truly incredible. Not everyone has to agree with your opinion. Okay. 
So this is the thing that people do these days, isn't it? They hear you speaking your opinions, or they see you writing them in this case. Uh, they hear you presenting your point of view and doing it in a strong and declarative manner. And what is their response? Their response, their response is not, oh, you're wrong about this point or that point, and here's why. Their response isn't to debate you on the points, to debate you on the merits of your argument. Their response is, why are you so arrogant? Why do you think you're better than everyone? Why are you holier than thou? Now, the, just as a side note, the, the irony is that in this particular column, this email um, was written in response to, in that column, I spend a lot of time talking about what a weak and sinful man I am. Spend a lot, I spend like paragraphs talking about what a terrible person I am. And yet I'm holier than thou. So that's interesting. You know, who, who am I, who am I, who am I saying I'm holier than? Because I, I, in fact, I say verbatim in the article, I am not holy. In verbatim, that's what I say. I am not a holy man. You think you're, you think you're holier than thou because you're not holy. Maybe it was a less holier than thou is what I was doing. And in general, although I'm often called arrogant, uh, anyone who's read my stuff regularly knows that I'm actually extremely self-deprecating. You know, I don't puff myself up at all, and uh, I'm far more likely to put myself down. And that isn't because I'm some great humble man. I'm not saying, oh, I'm, I'm so humble. Uh, people get confused by this concept of humility. Humility is not self-doubt. Humility is not self-loathing. Humility is not thinking poorly of yourself, thinking less of yourself. A humble man is a man who recognizes who recognizes his superior skill, intellect, virtue, talent, but doesn't focus on them and doesn't demand that others focus on them. That's a humble man. A humble man knows that, oh, this is these are the great things about me, but I don't need other people to reinforce that or tell me I'm great. And uh, in fact, a humble man recognizes his gifts uses them to serve others rather than using them to put himself above others. I'm not saying that that's what I am. I don't think I'm, I'm humble, but I also don't think I'm arrogant. Um, what a lot of people fall into this category where I am, especially these days, you know, we live in a very neurotic culture. And so where I am is, you know, I just don't think very highly of myself most of the time. Humility is, and I think it was uh, C.S. Lewis maybe talked about this, how humility is just thinking less, thinking about yourself less. It's not thinking less. That, that's, I guess that's the way to put it. Humility is thinking about yourself less, not thinking less of yourself. Okay. I'm probably closer to the thinking less of myself. That, you know, that, that's probably closer to where I am. On the, unfortunately, on that end. Of, what, what these days we would call a low self-esteem. Um, which I don't really, that's a different subject. I don't really get into that. But I, I do. I just, I, just don't, I, just, I don't think I'm, I'm, a, I just don't think I'm that great. Uh, I'm pretty hard on myself. And I could elaborate on that if you want. Maybe I could lie on the couch and I'll just unload all this stuff on you. Anyway, that, that's a different, we'll do that a different time. Uh, d- topic for a different time. But I just want to, you know, clarify arrogance, humility. You know, these are words that people don't understand. Um, here's the point I want to make. Uh, it isn't arrogance. It isn't holier than thou for one to voice one's opinion. And I, we live in a culture where, where, where people are so confused and I want to back up from it. It isn't holier than thou and arrogant to voice your opinion in a way that uh, that communicates the determination and the confidence that you have in that opinion. That is not arrogance. To voice the opinion and say, I'm right about this, that is not arrogance. And we live in a culture where people are so confused, so, so generally ignorant, so soft mentally, spiritually, physically, that they take it as a personal attack an act of, of monumental narcissism for someone to have a strong point of view and to voice it in front of them. 
They, just, they can't handle it. And, and worse, if a person has the audacity to actually suggest that he's right about what he's saying, well, that's the biggest outrage of all. That's why I love this, uh, you know, you always, you always think you're right. I hear that all the time. Matt, you always think you're right. You think you're right about everything. Well, of course I think I'm right. I wouldn't say it if I didn't. Do you regularly make a habit of voicing opinions, making statements that you think are not right? If I'm saying you know, XYZ, I'm saying it because I think XYZ are correct. I wouldn't be saying it otherwise. To say something that you don't think is right, you know what that's called? It's called lying. It's lying. This guy thinks he's right about everything. Yeah, obviously I do. Because the moment that I think I'm wrong is the moment I begin to change my opinion and bring it to a place where I think I'm right. So yes, every um, viewpoint or opinion belief that I have right now, I think I'm right. Yeah, I do think I'm right about everything that I have in my head right now. And uh, now there are plenty of things that I know I don't know anything about, okay? Or in plenty of subjects that I know I don't have a handle on. And I know that, so those are, I just don't have, you know, I don't have strong opinions about botany. I don't really think anything of it because I, I, don't, I don't know anything about that. So it's not that I know everything. I know there's a lot that I don't know. I know that there's a lot that I don't know. But the things that I do know, the, th- the opinions that I do have, I think they're all right. Because if I didn't think they were right, the moment that I, I select a certain opinion or belief and I say, you know what, I don't think that's right. And that does happen. But the moment that happens, I begin to change my opinion and bring it to a place where I think that I am right. I don't just leave it hanging there like, I believe this, but I don't think it's right. The moment I detect that in my head, I think, oh, well, let me let me pluck that one down from the mental tree and take a closer look at it and get it. And I want to get to a place where I am right about this. So that's the process that I go through. And I always thought that that's a norm, right? Doesn't everyone do that? Or are, I, I, I don't know, because I only have my own mind, but isn't this what everyone does? Or, or do you have a lot of people where, you know, you have thoughts in your head that you don't think are right, but you just leave them there anyway? Is that what people do? I don't know. I just, that seems strange to me. Like if you've got opinions that you yourself don't think are right, then wouldn't they cease becoming your opinions? I don't know. I don't know how most people operate. I, I do know that I, I often think I'm living in a different universe from everybody else. Uh, so maybe this is another one of the example of that. But, you know, one of the most common nuggets of wisdom that you hear is that people are too hard-headed, too stubborn, too set in their ways in our society, too convinced that they're right. There's too much. We hear about this, division and, and uh, partisanship. Everyone is divided and they've got their... And they're so set in their ways. But I think the, the exact opposite is actually the case. Our heads are not hard. They're soft. We're not stubborn. We're gullible and easily influenced. We're not set in our waves. We, we don't have ways. We have no ways to be set in. We don't know what our ways are. We aren't convinced we're right. We're just upset when someone else says they're right. That's the average person these days. It's not the average person thinks he's right. It's just that he doesn't want you to think you're right. That's what I encounter. Someone comes up to me and says, oh, you're not right about that. Okay, well, then tell me why I'm wrong. Well, I don't know why you're wrong. I just, I just don't want you to think you're right. I want you to join me on this train of, uh, of confusion. That I'm confused and you appear to not be confused. So what I need you to do is become confused with me. I, when I encounter someone who's not confused, it makes me feel uh, self-conscious. And I don't like that. So I, I need you to be confused with me. That's the way people operate, I guess. See, I've always lived by the philosophy. You know, maybe this is, again not 
the norm, but I've always lived by the philosophy that you should only speak when you've got something to say and you should only say what you believe to be true and you should say what you believe to be true with the passion that reveals the certainty with which you believe it. And I know that this stands in stark contrast to the mainstream method of speaking even when you've got nothing to say and saying what you don't necessarily believe and saying what you don't necessarily believe with a suffocating fear of offending the people who may not agree with whatever half-hearted suggestion you just timidly whispered. I guess that's how most people operate. And it's no wonder that we live in a country where the most common verbal crutches are you know, words and phrases like, 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 just saying. People end every statement with just saying, just saying. Well, I know you're saying it. You don't have to tell me you just said it. I know you just said it. But putting just saying at the end of it is kind of a way of, of communicating that, hey, man, I, I know I just said that thing, but it's ju- I'm just saying it. It's just me saying it. I could be wrong about whatever I just said. So don't pe- people usually put the just saying at the end when they've said something that they believe to be controversial or they believe to be maybe too direct uh, too in your face. And then they they ruin it with the just saying, just saying. Yeah, just say it. So say it. Say it. Just, ju- you don't have to say just saying. Just say it. Put the thing out, whatever it is. You believe it to be true. Just put it out there. Put it out there. We don't need these verbal escape, escape hatches that are, that are hinged to declarative statements protecting the communicator from having to stand by their own remarks. We don't need that. So yes, I think I'm right about everything that I say because if I didn't think I was right about it, I wouldn't be saying it. And when I speak my opinion, I speak with... Uh, I may have just revealed I don't have a ton of confidence in myself as an individual, my own personal virtue, but I do have confidence in my beliefs because those to me are objective. They're not hinged on, I could be the worst person in the world that what, but what I'm talking about when I, when I speak my beliefs about a particular subject, um, that's an objective matter. It's not tied to what kind of person I am. So I separate the two. I say, in my own mind, I have me, me, and there are a lot of problems with me, but then there are the, you know, there's the truth, truth of the world, of the universe. And even though I may be a person lacking in many ways, I can still look at that truth and observe it and speak it. And I, and I happen to think that's one of, that is one of our, supposed to be one of our primary functions as human beings. That's our mission on earth is to find the truth and stand by it. So I can do that. And when I say something, it's because I think it's true. And if I think it's true, then I want everyone to hear it. And if I want everyone to hear it, then I'm going to say it in a way that's going to get your attention. That's the whole point. Yes, I think I'm right. It doesn't make me, it's got nothing to do with a holier than now. It's being right has nothing to do with, just because you're right about something doesn't mean that you're better. You're, you yourself are a better person. I didn't invent, when I say, let's take a, an issue that always brings out these kind of comments, abortion, Okay. When I say it's wrong to kill babies, or I say that unborn uh, babies are people, that's true. It's just the truth. Now, I don't feel good about myself just because I said it. I didn't invent that truth. It's not mine. It's just a true thing that I know and because it's right out in front of us, and I'm just observing it and saying it. I don't take pride in it. If, if There's no reason to take pride. I, I'm not ashamed of it either. Don't get me wrong. But to me, it's just a, it's an objective truth. It's like if I'm walking along and I see a wall. Okay. I see a wall. I'm going to say, look, there's a wall. I don't take, I don't take credit for the, I didn't build the wall. Whoever built it is the one who could take credit for it. I'm just telling you there it is. It doesn't take much effort for me to just say there it is. But what happens these days is I say, there's a wall. And then a bunch of other people say, well, how do you, why do you think, why, where do you get off? Just tell me that there's a wall there. How dare you? And then you have a bunch of people that just charge headfirst into the, into the wall to prove to me that it doesn't exist, but it does exist. 
and then they all have headaches and concussions. And that's when I do have to resist the urge to say, but, well, I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. So the truth is the wall. It's just, a, it's a thing. It's a, it's a reality. It is a objective reality. Um, in this case, built by, God is, is the creator, the author of reality. He can take credit for it. I don't. So there's, it'd be no reason for me to think I'm holier than thou because I, I just am pointing out the truth. I'm just saying what's in front of me. And that's what we should all do. So yes, you should think you're right. And then, and then you should set out to prove why you're right, to explain why you're right. And when you do that, you should do it with passion. You should do it strongly, loudly. That's what it means to be a human being. All right, that's going to do it for me. I'll talk to you guys uh, next time. Akruche Salus. Godspeed.